This podcast is Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Bourbon and Borderlands here on the Black Tastic Podcast Network. Uh, Four-fifths of the crew in the building today. No Panama, but we got Corey back, uh, fresh off of his uh, hey. fresh off of his wedding uh, hey. wedding festivities, man. Congratulations. How's everything going, man? Good to thank see you. you. Thank you. Oh, man. So far, so good, man. I'm enjoying the married life, man. You know, the wedding was cool. Everything's good. Life, life, is, life is great. Cool, man. I'm glad yeah, to man. hear it, Corey. Yeah. Sorry I missed last week's episode, but I listened to it earlier. You know, y'all had a lot of good takes. You know, all, all I want to say about last week's episode. Oh, <laughs> Why go, be... go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I'll, you know, for the first time since we've been doing this, I was proud of Micah, you know, for, for his achievements. Of course he, you are. He really stepped up to the plate last week <laughs> and um, he came through, extra stamina and all. You know I hated so, a lot. Can't yeah, tell you how much and, I hated it. If I would have been here, I would have gave him my shot uh, <laughs> last week for sure. That's all I wanted to say about last yeah, it was wow. definitely Mike a shot last yeah, week. Mike didn't win, but I agree with you, Corey. Man, that's who I gave my shot to. <laughs> but you know, he almost got my shot, though. I wasn't, I, you know, he almost got my shot for having a good week. I'm not rewarding that nonsense. <laughs> Will not dignify that. It was a pretty good week. It was a pretty good week for Mike, though. Um, but uh, this week things kicked up a notch. This this episode made me feel a lot of different things. For yeah, sure. yeah. Um, introduced new characters. Uh, we found out that the possible reason why why uh, Nova's been fresh as hell is because the Fez is watching. So um, oh, we're okay. gonna have to see. We're gonna have to see if that's the case or not. <laughs> I see what you did there. I like how you how you did that there. But um, like I mentioned, no Panama this week. Panama actually was coming with the recap. So you know, this week we're gonna switch up the format just a little bit. We're gonna go right into. Uh, what are we calling it this week, Shanice? The good, the bad, and... This week, you know, I think we're just going to do the good and the bad. All right. And that, that that's what we got. The straight good and the bad. Yeah, bad. Straight, straight like, like that, that. we're going to get right to it. Shanice, give us the good and the bad. So, the good. So, we... Charlie finally met with the bigwigs. I'm going <laughs> to... I wish you could see us because we're going to do a quote-unquote with air the bigwigs. Air quotes. I wish air we need some sound effects. It seems to be like their title. Like that group is called the Big Wigs. Like that is their title. Big Wigs Incorporated. That is what they are called. Yes. <laughs> Charlie met with the Big Wigs. Uh-huh. And apparently she is being considered for state senator. Very interesting. Good for her. Um Yo, I ain't gonna lie. I didn't even think that was gonna be a real thing. I thought Charlie had just lied to everybody just so she could hang out. With <laughs> so she could get like, her sneaky link on. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's not even a real meeting gonna happen here, but it actually was a real meeting. So I'm happy about that. I just knew it was gonna be a complete lie. Dang, you know that's fair that. though. I can see that. I, that's I, very I fair because she sis was creeping. So <laughs> yes, 
big with the big hat and everything. And, and you, and like you said, every, the way everybody kept saying big wigs, I was like, this shit ain't real. Who are the no big names. wigs? Right. Who, who are the big <laughs> wigs? And how big are these wigs? They're talking about state senate. Like state senate. Not that state senate is anything to sneeze at. It's a very important level of government. But, yes, but big wigs? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, to the people in St. Joe, they dig wigs. True. Like, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, the meeting seemed like it went well, though. I mean, they, they seemed very, very interested. So, you know what I thought was weird? I, he was either he was playing slimy politician very well. Just He just was smiling. So it's like, why are you smi- like, what is so smiley about this? Like, what is it just seemed it, it, he gave weird vibes to me. Like, why are you so I feel like this is a serious matter. But like he was talking about it as if it were. I don't know. Is is it just me? Do you get what I'm saying? I think sometimes I know I forget that Charlie is like famous. <laughs> like that she's not just a regular, you know, everyday person with their own like she's actually, you know, has a has a public profile. Right. And so to that extent, I'm wondering if it's just kind of an acknowledgement of the mess that has surrounded Charlie, really Davis by uh by, by proxy of Davis um, and kind of impacted Charlie's world. And so the way I read into it, when he was talking about, if you got, you know, skeletons leaning, you know, in your closet, if there's anything you got going on, you need to let us know. And so the way I, the way I kind of read into that was, you know, essentially like, have you figured all your stuff out? You know, is, is everything, is the coast clear? We ain't about to have to worry about no, you know, women popping up saying that you paid this girl. I, that's the way I felt about it. Yeah. I immediately was trying to remember, like, how did that resolve? You know, like where, where exactly did we leave it? Like who knows about, about the scandal? Like I know that, you know, Davis got in a lot of trouble. It broke, but I don't know if the behind the scenes totally broke. I know that it was in Nova's book, but like right. how widespread did that get? Like, Clearly, it hadn't scared the big wigs off of uh, off of Charlie. So, <laughs> well, I mean, Charlie's political career began after that, though, right? Like after the 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 book came out. So, I guess you know that's something that you know is in the past. So maybe to that, it's you know resolved. That piece of it is resolved. But as long as that's it, like we ain't about to have nothing new, are we? Like we're not gonna you know have to do all of that over again and go through all of you know that back and forth over again because that was a big thing when charlie was getting that award um you know and and the reporter had called her out publicly and then you know it was all this you know public discourse around you know her paying off this woman and her her involvement in davis's shenanigans so you know and she was still able to achieve some political success after that so cool maybe that's fine but i think that they're just wanting to make sure that there's nothing else like that coming out Okay, I can see that. And now that you say that, now I'm kind of I'm kind of feeling an addiction. Ad, ad, mm, I can't say the word adviction. Mm-hmm. Kind of um, okay, I'll I'll pocket that. I'll tuck that. Okay. Um, all right. Um, so we learned that uh, Baby Girl Borderline is on the way. Hey. Now this is very corny, but I was thought to myself, are they going to name her Magenta? But I'm, 
Oh, because blue. I see. That, that, that was that was very corny. I didn't even. That was. I mean, I'm just shout out to the shout out to the homie Steve. Shout out to the homie Steve who came back came back into our lives. We appreciate you. We appreciate the shout out, Steve. Anyway, yeah. I just had to put it in there. I mean, what if it okay. now? Wow, honey, it's wow. Okay. Back, back to the board loans. Okay. Um, I'm going to jump back. To, I'm going to jump to the bad and jump back up to the good. Okay. Now, Dala mentioned a device. Now, it's been six years since I done had a baby. I was hoping y'all had a take on this. I was counting on Panama to let me know this is a thing, but I ain't never heard of no speaker that you can insert to play yeah, music. Yeah, who hot speakers? You just pause. You pause to put the headphones I mean, against your belly. That's what put put the headphones belly, against your belly. I don't know about the the now, girls are doing a lot of things these days. The girls are doing a lot. There's so I mean every year they come out with new stuff. Like the, I mean the baby industry is like it, it Booming, very well honey. could be a thing. But I'm just saying, six years ago was my last, and I you know <laughs> I had not heard of that how much would it have taken to convince you that that you needed one of these like hey you know you need one of these hoo-ha speakers in order for your baby to be smart see i'm i'm not that kind of mom like i'm the mom (laughs) like i'm you know i'm not gonna get a baby food maker because i have a blender Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. Uh, uh i see why would i buy why would i buy a a baby food dispenser when i can just scoop it and pour it when i have spoons yeah i have spoons like you know so I'm, i'm not that mom but you know to each his own um, but yeah, I, I, I was surprised to hear that. So I'm I'm curious if that's a real thing. I'm sure it is. I don't think they made it up. I ain't done my research, but I'm sure it's out there somewhere. So you got that in the bag? Who okay. hot speakers are in the bag? <laughs> yeah, yeah like, is that the bag? That was it. It was a strange, strange. So it's like okay. midway. But then you know, you know, you know what was bad to me? Let's talk about the the pregnancy craving shaming that mm. <laughs> that. Let that, my sister uh, Darla have her beignets. Let her have she her live? beignets. I think and she, she had one too, I don't know she had one too many, one too many bags of beignets. <laughs> see, I knew you. I knew Corey was going to say something. Look, I knew right? it. Ralph Angel this don't want her to just fall apart now just because she I, uh, pregnant here. Like, and I understand that. I understand that. And I also understand that you know, may, you know, it's it's not a bad thing to be concerned and to want to be healthier and choose healthier meals but also i was told that you crave things for a reason right you are growing a whole human and why don't don't make a pregnant woman feel bad about the things that she's it, it led to positive change in her life she made, she, right. she changed she made right. a dietary change immediately right. she's over here cooking quinoa that was already and- on the agenda that no, was, was already planned. No, My thing not. is, <laughs> that was not on the agenda. If Ralph Angel, if you have such an issue with the way that your pregnant wife is eating, then why don't you cook her some healthy food? Why she got to be on her that's feet? Asking a lot. Some that's asking is it? Is it, is it when I'm growing a baby? What? Yes, Ralph Angel is out here getting payday loans and stuff. He don't have time to be cooking. Okay, he out here dealing with the with the people trying to uh, track his money down. <laughs> he's out here hitting. He's out here hitting deny, deny, deny on his iPhone. Yeah, you know, like, client, I mean, okay. and I don't think don't and I don't think that's what Ralph Angel wanted because that's not like an expensive trip to the grocery store. You know, like okay. <laughs> all I'm saying is. If you're gonna, if you don't have the space to make sure that I have the meals that you think I should have, then maybe you should shut up. Okay. That's all. 
I ain't gonna argue with that. Show enough. <laughs> but yay for baby girl board alone. Yay, baby girl board alone. Magenta. Uh, I'm gonna call her. <laughs> yes, you can be magenta <laughs> until further notice. That's support. Okay. Okay. So back to the good. Now, this new uh, professor that teaches at Tulane, first of all, fine. Um, very fine. <laughs> very fine. Um, Rob, I need to move out the way. You're blocking my view. Um, <laughs> yeah. So at first, you know, I was thinking that Loretta was his boo. Like, you know, awesome. and, and Nova made sure to, to not be disrespectful. Like, hey, Loretta, you know, I see mm-hmm. you over here. You know, I'm just, hey, I'm going to acknowledge you. Very polite. I appreciated that. But come to find out, Loretta is his sister. Mm-hmm. So, he's available. You know, he, he, he's he's available. available. He is right available. Next, and, and right next door. And right next door. Yeah, I definitely saw this or see this as a potential love interest for Nova. I'm very glad Loretta is not his significant other because I, I was like, Laura, we're not about to do this. <laughs> that was my that was my first thought. I was, I was like, I was I like no. Because the point is, it's happening. It was just a matter of if this man already got a woman or not. Yeah, so I was like, wait, no, yes, no. I'm glad he does not. So, or at least Loretta's not it. So, because right. yeah, we we all know that Nova got okay. it. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't do that. No. What do you mean? What? Do we remember Calvin was married? No, or? no, is a, is a terrible hey. person. Did we forget? Well, Calvin was like separated, though, right? Mm, Calvin, Calvin was with his family. Right. <laughs> yeah, initially was was living in the home. The very first, wife and children. The very first episode of Queen Sugar season one. What did we see? Nova scoping the uh, outside of the house with, with Calvin with his wife and kids. Well, Calvin, his heart wasn't in it no more. So he really had emotionally checked out of the relationship, which semi kind of makes it okay for Nova to step in and then, you know, be a shoulder to lean on. Interesting take. (laughs) Interesting take. I I went for it. I tried it. You know, it could could be. Yeah, the the person most recently married. Okay. Mm hmm. (laughs) Interesting take. Interesting take. Okay. Come on, come on, new husband. You can't be talking mm. like that. No. Oh, you, okay, okay. Forgot about my new status. All right. So anyway, Loretta is not his. Loretta, Loretta's a sister, so we don't even got to worry about that. It's Very good. First off, I don't like him now. Before we get into Wait, why? why? He was he was way too deep. I don't even know. He quoted something but, at the end. I, I was like, I don't even know if that makes sense. But he, this he is was, right up Nova's alley. For her. He, I forgot the quote, but he quoted something that was way too deep. I'm like, I don't know, bro. You're doing too much. Like, I don't know if I like him. Too deep for whom? For me. I like things shallow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's why he wants to talk to you. <laughs> He should have just been like, all right, cool. Holler at me or something. He was like, <laughs> he threw out some Shakespeare. Oh, he, he said to, to Brighter Days. Oh, yeah, all this time. Like, hey, you, you ever heard the game Apples to Apples? It's to you. <laughs> to mm-hmm. you. All right. Okay. Right? To her. So he a, ho- he a hotel. I guess I'll just, just He's a cultural anthropology <laughs> professor. Yeah, hotel. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what, I don't even know what okay. the cultural anthropology <laughs> professor <laughs> is. They didn't have that uh, discipline in my school. I don't even know what that is. All right. Okay. <sighs> All right. Well, the real spot is looking really nice. Um, it does look good. It looks oddly reminiscent of um, On Vi's home. Or maybe that's mm. just, you know, it's probably just a style of, you know, architecture. But it looked very nice, very inviting. Would you guys hang out at the real spot? Absolutely. I would, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. They got a bar yeah. in there? Yes, he he showed Micah the bar, or he said this is where the food is or something. I think that's the that was going to be the bar area yeah. that he showed. Food, Micah. drinks, books, and conversations? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I go there. 
I go there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sure. Especially in St. Joe's, it probably ain't a lot of other spots for um, adult black men to go to. Uh, it's just chill. I definitely would go. Hey, they ain't got there. no Dave and Buster's. All right. <laughs> 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 okay. All right, so yeah, that's that's good for Hollywood. I'm glad that he was finally able to open up his spot. He got some press coverage, got some news, got to be on TV on the Tizoob. Tizoob. Um, <laughs> we we saw some problems with Prosper, and we're gonna talk about that too. But he is awake and moving. I, you know, last last week we was all clutching our pearls because he got knocked down, but he is awake and moving. Prosper's fine. So that's really good to see. Um, and then we got to see at the end of the episode a really nice moment between um, Ralph Angel and Prosper where they're talking about Ralph Angel's future daughter and the way the relationship that Prosper had and wishes he could change with his daughter, Billy. What y'all think about that moment? I know, Janae, you had some thoughts. I wept. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought, it was I thought, it was, I mean, it was it just, was quite sad. I, I mean, I just the, the, yeah, yeah. The, the culmination of emotions between like first Ralph Angel's relief that Prosper wasn't dead. Right. That was like, yeah. okay. And then just the way that they were able to kind of bond about their experiences, you know, kind of from two different ends of the spectrum, Ralph Angel, you know, about to have a daughter. And Prosper, you know, he has this grown adult daughter, but doesn't, you know, doesn't seem to have the best relationship with her and may have some regrets, you know, with, you know, the way that their relationship has evolved over time. But they both kind of ended the conversation feeling hopeful about the relationships that they can have with their daughters. And so I thought that was really dope how, you know, they were able to kind of bond in that moment. And yeah, it was very touching. Very yeah, touching. if I was going to cry, I would have cried. I would have shed a thug tear. I, I was definitely touched. Just starting off with, you know, how he saw the parallels, you know, that uh, that they would both be uh, fathers to daughters and prosper offers, like, mm-hmm. kind of a warning with his advice, you know, like, show her that you love her right. every step Caution of the way. Exactly. And then, you know, the black man, the black male affection at the end, you know, when they exchange I love yeah. yous and hugs, I'm like, yeah, we need this on TV. You know, um, I'm the type, you know, I, I tell my friends I love them you know, on a pretty regular basis. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's a time uh, we're getting past that time, but uh, I've been doing it before it was in style, you know, so seeing it portrayed on, on TV uh, in a, a normalizing way, it was cool to me. Yeah. And I was going to say too, you know, it kind of reaffirmed how Prosper has really kind of taken up the mantle as the father figure in Ralph Angel's life since his dad passed. And, you know, I'm sure Ralph Angel in many ways, like the son Prosper never had. So they really have that, you know, tight familial relationship. Even it was funny because he still calls him Mr. Prosper, but it's like, you know, this is like my dad though. So he even called him son, you know, he's like, I I love you too, son. And I was like, (laughs) yeah, it was, it was a very touching moment. It was. If I was a crier, I, I might have cried, but I don't be crying like that. So I am a weeper. <laughs> and oddly enough, I'm a cancer. I don't even be crying. So <laughs> for all of y'all that be calling us crybabies. Um, anyway. Yeah, I, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> I digress. Um, yeah, so that was that was the good in the episode. Um, lots of good. Now let's move on to the bad. Um, <laughs> lots we, of bad. To the before, mess. To the mess. Before we learned that Prosper was okay, 
Um, we actually kind of went through the whole episode not knowing, you know, what his fate was. We started out, um, he was in a medically induced coma. You know, they were trying to prevent swelling on his brain. And, you know, the the entire Bordelon family was at the hospital, you know, waiting to support Prosper as they always have. They've always been there for Prosper, you know, during co- during the thick of COVID. Um, that they, they took Prosper in. They went and checked on Prosper, made sure he had food. They were the ones that were there, you know, taking care of him. Mm-hmm. And... I I don't think I even realized that Prosper had a daughter. They may have mentioned it before, but it must have slipped my mind because she ain't never there. So um, <laughs> I I think I forgot. And so obviously the right thing to do was to contact uh, Prosper's daughter, whose name is Billy. Um, and she lives in Chicago and she caught the next flight, which I thought was odd because I'm like, baby, if you can catch a flight this quick, you could have been down here visiting or, you know, mm-hmm. checking up on your dad or, you know. Obviously, it's nothing to you to get to hop on a flight. So you could have been there this. Yeah. But she came down to, to St. Joe and she came in hot. Um, very, very testy, very salty with, with Anvai. She came in and, and wanted to immediately express to the doctors that she was the only family member there. And she even got to a point where she um, she asked the, the doctor to um, remove all of the board loans from the visitors list so that they couldn't even visit. Yeah, I was trying to be understanding. Mm-hmm. I was trying to be like, oh, all right, you know, like yeah, her dad is, you know, is in dire straits. You know, she's feeling some guilt because, you know, like I said last week, I wouldn't have thought that uh, Prosper had any kids that he was in touch with because the board loans mm-hmm. take care of him. Don't nobody come take care of Prosper but them. So, you know, I was... I was trying to understand where she was coming from, but she was just coming in way too hot. Like, just like she didn't yeah. come in to feel out the situation. She came in and she just felt some kind of way already. Cause like, you know, she just felt like she'd been replaced, which I, I mean, kind of she has cause she hadn't been around. So, you know, she really needed to to show some deference and be, and be more grateful uh, for the border loans instead of being so combative. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely agree. Um, I think, well, first and foremost, just broadly speaking, I think it was definitely the wrong decision to take them all off the visitors list. That was that was not the appropriate intervention right. there. Right. I will say, though, as the episode went on, because I definitely had my own preconceived notions about, you know, what Prosper's daughter was like just from her absence. And, you know, you ain't been here. So how you going to tell how you going to try to come in and try to, you know, take control back from the borderlines who've been there for Prosper and you ain't been there, all this other stuff. But it seems like it's a little more complex than we realize. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I kind of feel a little bit of grace there. And it seems like also there's probably some history between, you know, Billy and just the relationship that she's had with the Bordelones and Aunt Vi and so on and so forth. And so I think that may have played into how, you know, how quickly she just kind of was like, you know what, I'm just going to cut it off. I don't I really don't need the feedback, don't need the input. I got it. I'm gonna take it from here. But at the end of the day, like, sis, you haven't been here. You're you haven't been present. These people have been the anchors for Prosper here in this community. And so, you know, to that extent, you need to at least respect the role that they played and, you know, <laughs> keeping him healthy and alive and and happy up to this point, because for whatever reason you weren't here, whether it's valid or not, the point is you weren't here. Right. They were. And so yeah. To me, it's, to me, it seems like she only just dislikes Aunt Vi, because like Which is apparently she likes Charlie. Love Charlie. <laughs> right, I, right. Uh, her her, her and Nova her. were apparently classmates uh, and cool at some point in life, um, and so she she doesn't seem to like totally dislike Nova. 
Um, so apparently it's just Aunt Vi who has who she has the real issue with. And it's probably I think it's like maybe some jealousy there just because of Aunt Vi's relationship with Prosper and she doesn't have that mm-hmm. kind of relationship with her dad. I'm um, sure. Yeah. Uh, she's an adult. I mean, she should, she's she's grown enough to recognize that these people have looked after her father and and have his best interests uh, in mind and not act a fool when she show up to the hospital. Yeah, like I, I'm sure it's it's really complicated because I'm I'm her reasons for being away. I don't even know what the reasons are at this point. They may be very valid, but at this time, you know, your dad's in a coma. You know, we're making life and death decisions, and you come into the situation and you almost feel like you got to flex because. You know, these people need to remember that I'm the daughter. But at the end of the day, like, sis, you you, you haven't been here, though. So you kind of got to, you know, be comfortable. I mean, I'm sure which is an uncomfortable thing to do, but you need to kind of understand that these people are going to want to have some, even if they don't have any say so, at least be looped in, in a way, you know, to make sure that everything is good with this person that, you know, they who has been family to them for 25, 30 years while you've been out, you know, making a life of your own. I'm also curious because Nova was like, when she went to, when she pulled up a home girl to tell her to, to, to put Aunt Vi and the family back on the visitors list, Nova was like, and you owe me. Yeah, I was curious yeah. about that too. I don't know what she yeah. go over for. I was like, what's that? Like, what's, what's, what's <laughs> yeah. She ain't argue neither. She, no, yeah, she, she did. Up, she's like, and, I mean, she turned with the quickness. She was like, you're right. Um, yep, you're she'll right. be back yeah. on the list. I was kind of curious about the dynamics in general because it's like, okay, was she raised in St. Joe? Well, like, because her attitude is very much big city because I, you would think that people who were raised in the South have a little bit more respect for their elders. And she, the way that she came in hot towards on is like, wait a minute, but sis, where are you from? Are you from, are you from here? But then it comes out that she was Nova's classmate. So it's like, okay, so you from here. But like, I, I wasn't understanding, like, why are you so disrespectful, sis? You know, some people kind of grew up resentful of that structure, though. Um, you know, they grew up in, you know, a small town, felt like there was more opportunity for them somewhere else. This this place has nothing for me. All there, there's, there's a ceiling here. And you almost kind of start to look down on, you know, where you're from because you yeah. feel like it doesn't fit the type of life that you want to live. And she really looks up to, like, she looks up to Charlie. She admires her. Mm-hmm. There's something about Charlie that Charlie was not getting nothing. Because she even gave Nova a little bit of smoke. She gave Charlie no smoke. She had zero smoke for Charlie. I mean, I, there's probably a lot of parallels. And I think Charlie yeah. even, Charlie was probably looking at her the way that, you know, she almost probably saw herself. Like, she even drew that parallel, like, in the first couple episodes of, of Queen Sugar. When, you know, Charlie was out there in L.A. living life, you know, being the basketball wife, you know, businesswoman, so on and so forth. And her dad was just kind of, you know, she she had love for her dad, but he wasn't really a priority. And he was just something that she thought that she could get to whenever. And then she ended up missing out on all of this time with him and didn't even get a chance to, you know, be with him in his last days. And you can't get it back. Like once it's, once he's gone, he's gone. And so you have Billy, who's been gone for however long she's been gone, for whatever reason she's been gone. And now her dad is, you know, for all they knew at the moment, you know, could be on his way out. And it's like, you don't get that time back. Like, sis, slow down. Remember what's important. You know, whatever issues you may have that have been keeping you away, it really doesn't matter at the end of the day, because once he's gone, you're going to regret it. Yeah. 
another thing that was interesting to me is we haven't heard the book brought up in a long time and Billy had the book. Billy brought up the book. Mm-hmm. I got nervous when she brought it. I was like, ooh, she brought like, the book. But she brought up the book and she has it. I don't know if that's going to come back up anytime soon or if anything about the book is going to come back out. Or I'd be forgetting Nova's kind of famous too, especially after the book. Like she, it was a critically acclaimed book, you know, bestseller, interviews, you know, national, national promotion, so on and so forth. And so I'm sure, you know, if it's been however long it's been since she's seen Nova, it's like, wow, sis, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pop out author. If Billy's mad about the book, it's because she's not in it. That's the only thing Billy yes, probably. Only thing Billy would have a problem with. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, but she didn't she didn't say anything. Um I was I I got nervous. My I was ready to clutch my pearls. Rightfully so, because <laughs> that book was a mess. Yeah. Um, okay. So Micah. It's interesting that Micah keeps getting these kind of recurring montages of police trauma. And I thought that was interesting because I think it kind of illustrates um, the ways that Black men or young Black men can become triggered or even radicalized by the police. Like, they just, they keep showing, like, I feel like every season they, they they go through that kind of montage of him being pulled over with the gun pulled out on him. Um, him, you know, in the park and losing Blue in, in that interaction. And now that he has a new interaction to add. And so I feel like they're kind of building upon all of these interactions that Micah has had. And I'm just wondering what that's going to lead to. Because they, they always come back to those kind of, um, those visuals. Yeah, he's definitely... Reliving that stuff. Uh, he's definitely triggered. He's definitely, um, his anxiety is way up. I don't want to call it rag, uh, radicalized. You know, I, I think, you know, yeah. the connotations can be iffy with that, you know, with that work. And I, and I, I didn't mean, yeah, I didn't mean any, any negative connotations between, but by radicalized. That's just, you know, I couldn't think of, course, of another yeah, word. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. But, it's just that, you know, he, he, um, he couldn't even hold his, uh, his light skin club meeting. The light skin club VP came and he was like, "Yo, man, are you are you with me?" And he was like, "Sorry, sorry, light skin vice president, I can't, I can't, not the light I can't study with you right chair. now." Um, but yeah, no, nah, it it definitely seems to be increasing. Like the cop, what's up with the with the handsy cops? Like, why the cops keep putting yeah, their hands on people? Know. Like that, That's really? Out yeah, of like mind. why is this happening so much? But um, yeah, I mean, I can definitely understand him being fed up uh, and taking him back to his negative experiences. He's having negative experience after negative experience after negative experience uh, piled on top of each other. There's a time he was pulled over in the car. There's the time he couldn't find Blue. There's the time he done seen uh, uh, Prosper uh, almost murdered. Like, this is not getting no better for him. Like, it's, it's, yeah. it's really tough. You know, like, we've all had our experiences, but, man, I can't imagine if I was having one after another. Like I haven't had, or at least like any personal experiences, but it's enough to even witness it. He's actually like been in, been present, you know, been personally impacted, had actual interactions with. And so, you know, it seems to be having, he seems to be having a real visceral reaction to it. And I I don't know what his capacity is to kind of deal with it in a constructive way. It really made me think like, as I was watching the, the, you know, his, his reaction, I was just like, wow, I don't think I've ever had a personal situation mm-hmm. with the police, but like, it made me think like some people really have so many bad interactions. Like Micah has three, but like so many, some people 
experience this like monthly, weekly, like a, a negative interaction. Like that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Probably, especially living in a place like Louisiana, being a black man, you know, that's not an experience that I know anything about. You know, exactly. I am a woman. I live in a, I mean, I can't front like DC is just, you know, <laughs> oh, so it's just the land of milk and honey because right. it's not, but um, it's not Louisiana. So there's oh, that. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Louisiana's better. No, nah, fine. Okay. Nah, I can see Micah snapping at some point uh, on a mm-hmm. cop and, and getting arrested or beat up or something at some point. Mm-hmm. I feel like at some point he's going to be the head enough. Like It's going to be like some sort of flashback moment and it's probably going to lead to him doing making a poor decision. Uh, yeah. but hopefully that doesn't happen and hopefully he, he, he figures this out with some kind of help or something. I don't know. But he had other bad moments in the thing. Y'all know I can't stand Micah. He over here snitching. <laughs> he had one job this episode. Not don't to tell, tell your Charlie. Yep, what's yep. going on. <laughs> What he do? Get on the phone. Hey, ma. Um, Prosper might be dead. He tried not to tell her. He tried. To, no, he, he, didn't he, he didn't bring it up. He didn't try very hard. He didn't bring it up. He didn't try very hard. Whatever. He let her know something was wrong, like with his tone of voice. Like he he right. he already gave up the he gave up the game in his tone of voice. Mom knew that that was a something's right. wrong tone of voice. Yeah. Right. Right. But once Charlie was on the scent, he might as well have just gave it up because she sure wasn't going to. So it was over after that anyway. <laughs> right. He tried to be like, don't come. She's like, nope, I'm on my way. Right. Nope, it's, it's, it's a wrap. I'm, I'm coming home regardless. So you're right. telling me so. Right. right. Yeah. Good dude. Okay. So we find out who on Vi is, is tiptoeing um, on the marble floors too. Do we? Mm-hmm. Who is that? Do I not know? Who is it? Who is she? So she's, at the, she's a new character, but I to okay. me, right? Yeah, it's, I think is so. Is that Paula yeah. J. Parker? From context, yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes, yeah. From context, it looks like maybe she's a domestic violence mm-hmm. survivor or somebody who's experiencing domestic violence and it's like yeah. on the run. Um, and you know, that's a soft spot for Anvai. I don't know how right. she knows this woman right. or how they got in contact. But what I'm not understanding is I, I don't quite understand why this has to be a secret exactly. from Hollywood. Because if it's going to be involved, if, if it's going to involve you, number one, going into sketchy areas by yourself and, you know, missing big events like mm-hmm. don't you think you want to not be creeping like you want to let somebody know where you are she's directly lying like like she's not being like yeah. like uh dismissive or like you know like trying to like skirt around Straight it lying. like right she's not lying Straight. by omission yeah. she is lying lying we had plumbing problems. Man, you had no damn plumbing problems. And, and then he had, like, he you ain't there like you was about to get caught up for no reason like he about to think you creeping on him and you not like this person must be somebody i don't know who she is but he has to be, it has to be some reason why she's lying about her she's connected what? to unbiased past or something like that i don't know i don't think so i think i mean well so last week i figured it i thought maybe it was the girl that she rescued from jimmy dale um mm-hmm. i figured it might have been a situation like this where it was a woman who escaped and was trying to keep her her position or her 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 location hidden Mm -hmm. um because she didn't want to be found and so you know i definitely agree with y'all that i think this is about to come and bite her in the butt with hollywood but also i i feel like she feels a sense of obligation to really protect this woman's location and even though hollywood is her husband even though i'm sure hollywood would not do anything to intentionally jeopardize this woman i think when you loop anybody else in, it becomes a liability 
-hmm. Like it just is. And if for whatever reason, this woman ended up being found because, you know, Vi made the first step and or took the first step in sharing this woman's location or sharing this woman's circumstances with anybody, you know, that would be on Vi. Like Vi has, you know, committed to protecting this woman and being there for this woman and keeping this woman hidden and in secret. I feel like Hollywood would be an asset to them, though, not a liability. I mean, I, I, I think on a surface level, yes. And it, it made it. If, you know, we look down the line and fast forward, it may be totally fine. But at the end of the day, there's it's still a liability, however small of a liability that may be. If you potentially have a crazy man chasing after you guys, it's probably a good idea to get another male involved in this. right? And maybe they will. I mean, maybe she will at some point, but that's not Vi's decision to make either. This woman reached out to Vi, but she didn't reach out to Vi's husband. And and it, it's pretty rare that I disagree with you so wholeheartedly, Janae. But okay. <laughs> this 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 take on no no no, you have to tell your husband. This is going to ruin your own life. You don't ruin I mean, your own life trying to help somebody else. Like that's sure. because you can't. You put your own mask on first on the on on the airplane, right? You put your I own mask you. on first. You can't help nobody if your life is screwed up. So not telling your husband, getting uh, ruining the trust between the two of you. Like that, it it is not worth it. It's not worth, especially if you have a good man. Like yeah. you know, like it's not worth it to vie to to do all this. And I understand the potential. You know, once you let the cat out out of the bag at all, you know it it exponentially raises the, the the possibility that somebody else could find out. That's true. But it's just when you're doing the 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 risk benefit analysis, it's like you should tell your husband. I mean, I don't disagree with nothing you just said, Jabri. Like I, I fully will concede and we can tell, you know, that clearly that bias of dishonesty is causing at minimum some friction between her and Hollywood. And it doesn't seem like it seems like it'll get worse before it gets better if it gets better. But at the same time, Vi has her. She's in it at this point. Like this is where we are. And so, you know, Vi has a decision to make to either you know, she's either going to keep down this road and trying to assist this woman or she's either going maybe, you know, she'll decide down the line to, you know, if her marriage really starts to become in jeopardy, you know, hey, maybe I'm not the person who needs to be maybe I can't be here for you in this capacity anymore and connect her with some additional resources. I don't know. But at the same time, by does her 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 obligation at this point is is primarily to keep this woman and her child safe and 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 keep them from you know what this this man that could possibly do them harm and she's you know she's fully committed to that task that's that's the best defense i could hope for you just put on a great case for defending vibe but but that's a uh, i still don't don't know no, I was like, I don't think it was a defense. I think it was more rationale. Like, yeah, I think I don't, I, it's she. Sure. I yeah, and Hollywood has a right to be skeptical because first of all, Vi's lies don't even make sense. No. Um, it Vi's didn't lies. seem <laughs> Vi's, Vi's lies, prize, and lies. <laughs> prize lies and diner. Yes, <laughs> lies and pies. Um, none of it makes sense. So I get why Hollywood is like, sis, what's going on? Um, but at the same time. And I mean, like I said, Hollywood, if, if I just told him, I'm sure he would understand. Like, period. I, I, I feel like there are ways, like you don't have to tell Hollywood where she is, but you can say, hey, I'm helping somebody out who is in some serious trouble. And, oh, you know, I, I, I need to keep their location 
a secret. So I'm not going to disclose to you where she is and exactly where I'm going. But I just want you to know that this is what I'm doing. But y'all know Hollywood ain't that type of dude. And for all the reasons that you laid out at the beginning, going into these sketchy neighborhoods all hours of the night, I don't know where you are. Once, if if Vi loops Hollywood and Hollywood about to be in it too. And so that's a liability for this situation that this lady is in. It just is. That's the point of being married, though. So you don't do this stuff by yourself. Like, that's the point of being married. Now two are one. So now two people. But this lady don't know. She trusts Violet. She don't know Hollywood. And what I'm saying is Violet is in a difficult position because I fully agree with all the points that you made, Jabri, about all of the ways that this is, you know, a liability to her marriage. But at the, and so maybe she shouldn't have put herself in this position in the first place. But to the extent that Violet is now in it, you know, it's not her it's not her job or it's not her you know, responsibility or it's not her right. To be telling whether it's her husband or not, like the trust that she has in Hollywood is not the same trust that, you know, Paula J. Parker has in Hollywood. She don't know him. I hear that. I think it's the other way around, though. She has no right to ask Vi to keep anything from her husband. Like she had, like like you don't talk to a married woman and be like you had to keep something from your husband like that's 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 no I don't necessarily know that the lady asked her to do that though that's right. yeah. bias by has decided to do that right sure that there is the obligation that, that she's taking on yeah but it's I'm not at the expense of the trust jeopardizing my marriage yeah like I understand yeah you're not about to have my husband out here thinking I'm creeping right I get <laughs> right. it I get it. <laughs> So uh, it's, I, it's I, a tough I, spot. I get it. Yeah. I'm anxious to see what's going to happen because Hollywood did not look too like he, 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 he said it, it was kind of like one of, one of our moves, right? Like when you get, when you salty, but you just say one <laughs> little thing and then that's it. Like, Oh, well, I just real nasty. Nice. How, and then we will be moving on, but I just think it's funny how <laughs> you wasn't at my thing, but go, mm-hmm. go ahead. Sit down. We're going to watch me. I look that's good. Okay. Don't I got it. Don't worry about it. I did it without you. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I didn't need you. It's fine. Very passive aggressive, nasty, nice. Absolutely. For sure. And I didn't know if that was, if that was just his saltiness that Violet wasn't there or if he, I wondered if he, knew there wasn't nothing wrong at the diner too he knows she lied yeah, yeah. so was like oh yeah mm-hmm. uh-huh yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. god bless <laughs> i don't know what to tell you sis <laughs> yeah so we we shall see okay now our our final bats are our, our, our good friend nova um she she had a little bit of a good episode but there's a couple things um number one who is tapping sis's phone and the reason why I say that is because number one, they played back a recording of her own voice. Now, I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm not the most tech savvy, but I don't know how she would do that. It like they, be, it's, it's a nine one one call, so those nine one one calls are recorded. So, yes, yes. Okay. So that could have mm, been true. That didn't have to come from a phone tap. You're right, but it it was just that with the combination of the phone static. I was like, whoa, what is going on? <sighs> yeah, I I'm think she too- also might be nervous though. Like yeah. she seems to be like. Jumpy, real jumpy. Yeah, yeah, she real yeah. jumpy. She's thinking everything is something like so. It could, it could be something. It could be nothing. Right. Um. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not totally convinced her phone is tapped, but I do understand her caution and her paranoia because a lot of a lot of stuff has been happening, and she's you know very much in the spotlight because of the position that she's taking with the police and the community. So you know, I, I definitely get her being nervous for sure. I'm just not totally convinced her phone is tapped. Okay. So I have been wondering, I, I, I brought this up last episode. I was wondering why or how there was no backlash about, you know, 
Calvin being the person that Nova was dating when her platform is, you know, anti-police and defund the police and all of these things. And I was just wondering, you know, how how no one nobody had any any smoke for her behind that and it turns out that they do there's a whole <laughs> hashtag movement called cancel nova borderline which you know nova is not a stranger to to people calling for her cancellation i can't wait so, to use the hashtag cancel uh, nova. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah you know i i couldn't imagine that she would have just gotten off scot-free for that so you know, uh, it's interesting that you know that she shared that with what's his, what's the new guy's name? I was just trying Dominic. to remember his Dominic. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, she shared that with Dom. <laughs> Look at Corey. <laughs> Y'all, Corey just rolled totally his so, <laughs> Corey's voice out so hard. Um, anyway, I hope Dominic get hit by a bus. What now? <laughs> See, you just had to go <laughs> all the way to the other end. Why? <laughs> Anyway, she shared with Dominic. There's no there's no cute way to answer Bay into Dominic, so we're just gonna have to call him Dominic. <laughs> she shared that with Dominic that she had this whole, you know, trending cancel Nova Bodalon trending for the week. So that's interesting to me because I thought that there was nothing I thought I thought that she was good. Um so I mean, she should be good. She's out here trying to do the Lord's work. Um, you know, giving out vaccines and stuff and people still hating on her. I guess I mean, but Dominic also made a good point when he said, you know, if you're expecting people to follow you, though, you know, they are going to hold you to a higher standard. And so there is some level of accountability that you have to people that you want to, you know, to follow you. If, if you want to be a leader and a respected figure in the community, you may need to address it, you know, when it comes up. So I get that, too. <laughs> yeah, well. Interesting, because it was kind of towards the end of the episode, so we didn't really get to see, you know, what a lot of it was happening there. But I, I have my eye on the lookout. I, you know, I Nova got back on my good side, but you know, I will, I will get back on the Nova's trash train uh, okay. if, if need be. You I know, still want to know what happened to Calvin, though. Like exactly what exactly happened what to happened, Calvin? Right. Like where is he? It's it's clear now that they're not together. Okay, boom. But where is he? Is he in jail? Did he leave? Is he, you know, still in St. Joe? Did he go back to live with his his kids? Did he get back with his baby mama? Like, I want to know what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Okay. Well, you know, that that is what I have for the good and the bad. Uh, next week, maybe we'll have some Rona or some other character will be cutting up. So we'll see. <laughs> That's it for the good, the bad, and the... And the... And the. <laughs> on bourbon and border loans all right everybody welcome back to bourbon and border loans on the blacktastic podcast network it is time for our evictions that is our advice and our predictions for the folks in saint joe after this episode I'll just go ahead and start off with my eviction. So I have some advice for Micah. Um, Seek therapy. Um, You are clearly going through it, uh, understandably so. You know, as much as we've seen Micah kind of go through all of these different thoughts and have these flashbacks, I, I haven't actually seen him talk to anybody for real outside of family about it. Um, it was good to see him, you know, kind of express, 
his feelings to, you know, appear, you know, that, and, you know, just kind of acknowledging that this happened to him and, you know, I feel a way about it, which I think is a good step. But I also think that Micah should talk to a trained professional about this as well to really work through those thoughts and feelings in a constructive way. So that's my advice for Micah. And then I have a prediction for Charlie. So we know she met with the big wigs. Um, things are looking good for her political future. She was, it seems like she was a little conflicted, you know, whether she wanted to, you know, take it up to the next step or still kind of, you know, stay local. Um, we did see a clip though of, you know, Charlie back at home and, you know, she's fielding calls from local people about all of the things that are going wrong in the town. And, you know, it, it didn't seem like the folks were really feeling what you know, Charlie was saying they they just want answers, they want results. And so at the at the close of that conversation, Charlie started eyeing one of the big wigs cards again. And so I really do think Charlie is going to take up this opportunity to potentially run for a, you know, a larger, a larger office. But I also wonder if there's potential for the locals to feel neglected and, you know, if there'll be any backlash you know, if, if if Charlie does decide to pursue, you know, a, a, a different opportunity at, on a on a more on a larger stage, you know, what will that do to her relationships and connections in St. Joe? So um curious about that. So we'll see. Uh I guess I'll go to you next, Shawnee. What you got for us? So I, I kind of touched on this before, but Ralph Angel, bruh. <gasps> Take care of your pregnant wife, okay? If you're gonna, you 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 have two choices. You can either a let your wife eat what she wants, or <laughs> B, provide her with the meals that you think she should be eating. Because growing a baby is physical, mental work, okay? She don't, her 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 back hurt, her ankle swollen. Do you really think she got time to be sitting there cooking quinoa and mushrooms and Brussels sprouts? No. <laughs> Okay, go to go to go she actually, to. She actually has nothing else to do. She she has plans. But grow a baby. <laughs> it's called multitasking. But continue. I'm not dealing with you. <laughs> it's, it's called multitasking. But continue. No, growing a baby is hard work. Okay, it's it's taxing, and she needs support. And if you're going to shame her about her cravings that this baby that you put in her is making her have, then you need to do something about it. Okay. I actually have another prediction. <laughs> yeah. You just reminded me, but I'll let, I'm, I'm going to let you, you want me to go or you want to, I'll let no, you no, no. let me say my prediction. Before I, yeah, go, my ahead. prediction go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. My prediction is actually based off something that you said. I feel like, you know, with, with Charlie and Davis trying to creep back around and then also this, you know, opportunity to move up in her political career, I feel like she's going to have to make a choice between, mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I think that Davis is, is kind of not wanting to keep this a secret much mm -hmm. longer. And I think Charlie's going to have to be like, nah, bro, this is on the download because I have a name to make for myself. And I don't think, mm -hmm. I, I don't think, I don't think it's a good look a good look for yeah. Charlie to be back with Davis. Davis is a liability, and I and I don't Fine. think that's a good look. So I think she's gonna have some choices you to make. But but usually, like in politics, they want women to be married or in I mean, like yeah, but not committed when relationships. Was accused of sexual assault. Yeah, yeah. That could that makes it a little bit more complicated. Yes, <laughs> it does. <laughs> that definitely makes things complicated. Um, no, you reminded me though when you mentioned Darla's you know, pregnancy and Ralph Angel needing to support her. So one thing that Darla did bring up was that she wanted a doula and that she wanted to do a home birth. 
And so I great. All of the, the health, you know, implications that she pointed out spot on. However, comma doulas are not covered by health insurance, baby. Um, they are not free. Mm-mm. Um, that is another expense. And so Ralph Angel has agreed to Darla's uh, chosen method of childbirth. However, that's something else that, uh, that that the homie's about to have to figure out how to pay for. So I just want to reiterate my prediction from last week. Yeah, last week. Uh, that Ralph Angel, I, unfortunately, I really feel like he's about to try to do something strange for a piece yeah, of change. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I really do. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, Janae. Uh, I want to say a little piece about that. Like all my yeah. kids have been delivered by midwives. So mm-hmm. I'm totally down with this, you know, with the natural birth uh, uh, cause and everything. I just didn't like Darla's logic of like, no birth is completely safe. So we may as well mm-hmm. do this. Like, that, it, that's too close to that anti-vax logic, mm-hmm. you know, like, but you can still catch it though. So, what, so what's the point? Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't like the way she explained her reasoning, but I definitely understand not wanting to be at the hospital during these times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I support it. I'm all behind it. It was just that little, that little piece of, of how she explained it rubbed me the wrong way, but. I support Got you. Got you. Okay. Well, since you, uh, since you already have the floor, Jabri, you want to give us your evictions? Sure. Uh, my advice is for Prosper's daughter, Billy, like, (laughs) don't get your ass whooped. Like you are in short, (laughs) like, like you are in danger of having a physical altercation with a Vi will fight you. Like you are not just here to talk some trash and like exert your dominance. Vi, (laughs) Wants Vi, the smoke. Vi does want the smoke. She, she does. does. She does. And like she's felt like, you know, she's been in a position where she couldn't really uh do what she wanted to, like in the uh the beef over uh over blue and stuff, blue going away and all that. She's at her wits end. This like, is the last straw. It's, 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 it's the last straw. It's the last straw. So Billy really needs to chill. She don't know what she's walking into. She really nah, needs to let really. Vi be. Let Vi let Vi be. Cause she don't want that smoke. Uh my prediction. Uh, is that Micah, you know, he's getting increasingly triggered. You know, I liked, uh, I liked your advice, Janae, of him going to see somebody because I'm a little worried about him. I, I don't know how it's going to come out. Like, I did, I'm worried about the way Prosper reacted to the cop. You know, how he mm. was, like, shoving back and pushing back. And it's just like, you know, that's what you feel like doing as a man. Right. But it's like, it's not something that you can do if you if you really trying to live. Um, unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, that's just how it is. So, you know... I'm worried about Micah and what he might do, you know, and what he might say or, you know, where his hand's going to be when he has his next uh, run in with the cops. So that's my prediction. Micah's getting increasingly triggered. Yeah. And he might he might do something that he shouldn't. I think that's fair. All right, Corey. <laughs> I'm waiting with bated breath. What you about to what, say? What are you about to um, say? So what I have to give, um, I, I'm gonna give some advice to my boy Ralph Angel. Since y'all gave him advice, I can give him advice oh. too. Um, yeah, keep applying pressure on your wife, man. Make sure <laughs> <laughs> that she eat right. Go for walks with her. Get her on her exercise game so her snapback will be strong. You don't want her just falling apart after this kid. So, yeah, make sure she eating all that quinoa, drinking her water, going on walks, doing some squats, doing whatever it takes. You know what I'm saying? Don't let her fall apart. That's my advice. And make sure, means what, make sure she has it means what? 
uh, set up a schedule. <laughs> <laughs> text her, text her after the scheduled time and ask her, did she do it? That's what makes sure. <laughs> he, gonna another, he gonna need another payday loan, though. Uh, sending her to Whole Foods like this, though. Getting this I will getting. acknowledge that Corey did say go on walks with he her, and he, like the the with her piece. Yeah, you know, I think that was that was that was. I support that. That's good. He didn't say That's send her on walks. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> I did, I did. He, right. he didn't say that. We agree there. We can agree there. Okay. Yeah. They, they probably got some. I mean, wait. Ralph Angel works on a farm. They can grow their own healthy food. I mean, they don't they have sure to just can. go to Whole Foods. I mean, they know black farmers. They ought to have some options there to get healthy uh, Whole Foods. Um, my prediction is going to be for Micah. I'm predicting. Micah's gonna knock up this old lady. <laughs> That's my Yikes. prediction. No. Yeah, Ugh. I can see it. Yeah, it's gonna come. He, he's yeah. he's doing too much. When you try to go too long, yeah. you go too wrong. He gonna try to get an extra stroke or two in, trying to prove that he's a man, and that's gonna end up all bad. Oh, man. <laughs> and Mike gonna end up uh, impregnating that lady, and I oh, see no. that coming. That's all I got. Yikes. What a prediction. But I mean, that it, it seems, unfortunately, it seems potentially plausible. So we'll see, I guess. So that wraps up the evictions. It is now time for our shots of bourbon who we think had the best episode who had the best week go ahead Shawnees. so i was going to give a shot to nova because i saw the sparkle in her eye when she learned that loretta was the sister mm-hmm. and not the wife mm-hmm. but i feel like i have to give prosper an obligatory mm-hmm. shot because you know because you're doing well so yeah. you know honorable mention to nova well, you have other opportunities, but let's give it to Prosper because, you know, we happy you alive, my man. Yep. Yep. I'm going to jump right in because I ain't taking him no time. My shots for Prosper. Here's to more life. Wow. I, I mean, truly, I mean, it may seem like the bar is on the floor because, I mean, Prosper <laughs> just became conscious. But, I mean, <laughs> Prosper was also almost almost up out of here. So we're grateful to still have you with us. I'm going to give my shot to Prosper, too. Damn, I feel bad. I mean, I'm oh, having prosper back. But I was giving my shot to Charlie. You know what I'm saying? She okay. met with the big wigs. You know, things are looking promising <laughs> for her. She's about to move on up in the world. She gonna potentially be a, a state senator, which is, you know, gonna lead to her being a, you know, so, so, who knows what in the future. So I, I think her meeting went well and I'm giving mine to, to Charlie. You know what? I don't I don't disagree with that, but I'm gonna still roll with prosper. So with a That makes score. sense. I can't disagree with that, yeah. With a score of three to one, we given our shot to Prosper. Welcome back, Prosper. Clink, clink. Clink, clink, clink. clink. clink, clink. Uh, that wraps it up. All right. So I guess we're about to get out of here. Um, that was uh, season six, episode two. You know, uh, like I said, you know, it made me feel a lot of things. Uh, some anger, some surprise, uh, some sadness, uh, some love. Like I said, shout out to that black male affection. And um, hopefully next week we'll have the whole crew. Um back uh in the building um anybody got anything else to say before we get out all right so we'll see you next week thank you for listening have a black one and one two three take Take, flight take flight yeah. Corey still don't say take flight. Hell no. Like, and, and, and just pure defiance. Oh, <laughs> At man. this point, it is pure defiance. <laughs> <laughs> but I gotta, I gotta stick to it. Exactly. Mm-hmm.